Fate with Napoleon complex Creases in my sneakers, I be running from nonsense Trying to figure out if I could withdraw nonsense My neighborhood around me like, where your dimes Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Nobody's Podcast. We have a special guest with us, a queen. Special. The creator of Got Clout, Taylor. How are you doing Clout. today? I feel great. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, this is dope. We're so excited to have you, you know. How are you feeling today? Good? Amazing. Did you vote? <clears throat> right out the gate. Um, can we not talk about that? It's okay. It's okay. I wrote my name on on oh on the polls. It's okay. No, I wrote my name. I legit wrote my name. They'll they'll see Kevin White and be like, "What the fuck? Who the fuck is this?" All right. So we're just gonna start about start like this. Uh, tell the viewers a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I started a business called Got Clout, but the acronyms behind the word stand for Culture, Love, and Opportunity Unite Talent. So basically what I do is I have festivals, music festivals, but what I started it as is small empowerment mixers so that I can bring the people together in my community and give them more opportunities as well and just plug them in with people that I knew had like certain A&Rs come through, just look at them, see what they were interested in and things like that, just so that they could have the opportunity to network outside of themselves in their community. Oh, that is really dope. Sounds a little familiar. It, Does yeah. it? Just a little bit. What just, is it? Just a little, a little bit. Just what are you talking about? You talking about big? Oh no, nah, no, nah, nothing crazy. Just you know, it sounds like a, a very close to our to our mission statement. So it's a very convenient. I mean, hey. Guy Clark been here for two years. Yeah. So it has, I mean, so you, you can, you can sit down and relax yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Get him. back down. And I'm a couple of events in, you know. I've been out here for a minute. She, I like I, it. she definitely has, and I've been to one of her events, and tell them shits is popping. <laughs> them shits is popping. So. You, you, sorry. Stop. Stop kidding. <laughs> <laughs> At what point in your life did you say, you know what, this is enough. I, I, I got to make this thing happen, you know? What were you doing before God Cloud? All right, before God Cloud, I was in college. During God Cloud, I was in college. But um, honestly, before God Cloud, I was in college. I was a psychology major. Um, and I was working for Parks Department prior to that. Mm -hmm. I had two jobs. I was working at Parks Department during the day, and I was an assistant to a music teacher at night. So I was his secretary, and I had to assist him, help special needs children learn instruments and things like that. So that's what I was doing before that, and I would work from, I think, 7 in the morning till... No, it was like 7 and 5, I think, with Parks, and then I would go to work from 6 to 10. And then come home, go to sleep, go to the same thing. But I always went on vacation. So when I went on vacation, I think 2017, I want to say 2017, 2018, I came back to some really bad news that one of my friends had committed suicide. So I was like, yeah. Sorry to hear that. It's fine. You know, things happen. R.I.P. Snoopy. But when I had found that out, it really, like, hurt me. So I felt like, you know, damn, if he feels like this, I can only imagine how many other people feel like this. And I'm surrounded by y'all every day. And he was just one of my friends that had moved out of state. So we hadn't really spoke that much, but I knew like the disconnect was important to me because it was like, yo, I felt so bad. Like you have a child, you have so much going on for yourself and you can't be here. And it's all because there wasn't someone there to listen to, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's really all it's about is just making people feel comfortable in their space and just embracing who they are. I don't feel like you should ever shun somebody just because they don't have or look at somebody different. You know, if we can all provide for each other, why not? That is dope, especially in this generation now, you know? You got to lend a uh, helping hand. Uh, 
what was it like working with the special needs? Well, it was difficult, but honestly, I was used to it because I grew up in a home where my mom had four sick kids and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was kind of used to it. So and my patience is good. <laughs> so it's like. That's dope. Yeah, bless up, because I definitely don't. I'm actually not allowed on that floor for uh, other reasons, because because I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't. You, 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 you are different. Um, so I the event that I went to was that event number one or was it two? That was three. That was three. Wow. Yeah, that was my one year anniversary. Holy shit. Good shit. That Thank you. And the the thing is, like, I had did a collaboration with um a company i'm not gonna say who because i was in the nda with mm-hmm. the company so i can't say who but i worked with them on my second event and i was just like you know i like working better by myself i felt like when i did everything myself i felt like it was really genuine and yeah. it wasn't something that was like give me money give me money give yeah. me money you know mm-hmm. i didn't want to rape people's pockets i wanted to, people to feel like like I'm, i've been to festivals like me and Paul have even seen each other mm. at these fucking festivals and it's right. like, what the hell? And all the money that you spend to get there, you really can't really network. Yeah. Like you literally get nothing out of it except to see somebody performing. You're like, cool, right. but you're probably super far unless you paid. It's not intimate at all. Yeah. It's yeah. like I wanted it to be something like, all right, you get to see this person before they even blow. So now when they blow, you know, because these people are going to blow. So just know when they blow, you seen them first. Yo. Mm-hmm. That I wanted to provide that. Chills, yo. Y'all understand. This is good. Right, right. And for all those who don't know, like, she's had three events and each one gets bigger. Like, we all went to the third one. Mm-hmm. That was her biggest. But, like, you see the progression. Like, if you've been watching, every event gets bigger and, like, more and more people, they're catching on and they're going to these events. Um, What would you say? Uh, Would you say, um, how do you think uh, the word's been getting out about your events? Because, as I said, it's getting bigger and bigger. Do you think it's the people that attend? Or, like, the content, the way you promote it? Like, how do you think? What do you attribute to that? I genuinely think it's the people that attend. I, I agree. I was going to say, because I, I brought him and Chuck, Kevin and Chuck went, and they couldn't stop talking about it even after we left. Because, like, oh. we've been to events like that before, but, like, that was, like, it wasn't on some weird shit. Like, everyone was cool, like, vibing, and, like, that was the whole purpose of the event. So a lot of events are advertised that where you go there and it's, like, everyone's too cool to, like, say mm-hmm. something. Everybody, like, you know, everybody doing their thing, but you're just watching, but... It's very interactive at Got Clout. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad you it, it is very interactive. Right. Like, no one's there looking all standoffish. Right. Everyone's being all salty. Everybody, you go in there and everyone's dapping you. I'm like, oh, shit. What right. up? Okay, cool. Never people you've never seen before. And to be honest, he's not here to tell it, but, you know, that was probably one of his first time actually performing in the crowd like that, too. So mm-hmm. that was actually something that was big for him and for him to let his voice he be heard. It. Oh, yeah, man. He killed everybody, it. Everybody killed it there. Yeah. He killed it, but... Definitely. Oh, man. So what, what's next? Well, um, in, right now, I'm in the middle of creating a charity for God Clout. So what I'm going to be doing very soon within probably the next two to three weeks is I'm going to be hosting a charity event. So I'm going to have whoever wants to donate some items and I'm just going to donate to like local group homes and things like that in the area. People that I know need things and they're not being spoken about. And I know the city isn't helping right now. And I feel like especially with COVID going on, I feel like if we can all get something back, I'm pretty sure people have sneakers and clothes they haven't worn in years. And someone else could use that right now. So I'm just going to create just a little charity event for everybody to give something back. And I'm going to have a couple of sponsors. So I'm going to also work with two other women. And one is going to give out drinks and the other is going to do cupcakes and cakes. So if you come down, you'll get a cupcake and cake and a drink. 
That's hey, fine. I got some sneakers in yeah. the crib. I'm trying to give them right. to my pops. And we are going to give away a bottle of 1942 to the biggest donation. So, <laughs> is it bad that I never tasted 1942? Well, that's your opportunity. Right. That's a, the down so, thing. Yeah. The yes. Long the long, big, mm-hmm. tall bottle. Yeah. Ooh, 1942. <laughs> <laughs> Nietzsche buying 1942, Miami. <laughs> never got a taste of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, so he asked what's what's next for God Cloud, but um someone like me, I've been watching you from the beginning and I see that like you're in the middle of a, like a rebrand, like you have Got Cloud TV. It was mm-hmm. like if you don't want to give it away, that's fine, <laughs> but like are you like thinking of expanding from more just events to like a digital platform, something like that? Yeah, so with Got Cloud I really wanna create an umbrella where mm-hmm. it's literally all things media. So gotcha. I literally wanna be able to have a society within a society. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have got clout. <laughs> <laughs> we have, I have got clout as, like, a group thing. I feel like even though no one really has known each other, as soon as you walk into the room, you like you guys said, you instantly feel that love in that community, and I want to create that on a bigger spectrum. So that's literally what I've been working on, and I've literally been expanding got clout outside of New York mm-hmm. and working in Atlanta and L.A. and just with different people to make sure I create the festival that I really want. As far as Got Clout, so far it's been sponsored and paid for by me. So it isn't on the level that I want it to be on just yet. But it's at a great place for everyone else. And it's nice. And I love it. But I would love to make it a real huge festival. And for something that's sponsored by yourself, that is still an amazing event. Like, Thank you. We can attest to it. Like, when she told me like she does it by herself, I was like, what? Like, blown away. Yeah, like that's that's the definition. Huge of thing. thing. So you. if somebody gets behind you, I can only imagine. Like, I can't wait for the actual festival when that happens. Thank you. It's going to be lit. You want something? You want to say? And thank you to my friends that definitely helped me behind the scenes because you guys hold it down 100%. Yeah, so to uh, piggyback off of uh, what was said so far, uh, it seems you have like a lot of continued success and like continued upward growth. Um, so for some of the other creators out there, including ourselves, um, what's a word of advice that you would give to people to kind of what is the way that you took what is the path that you took to stand out? I feel like the path that I took to stand out was being genuine. And I feel like in the society that we live in and in the world that we live in right now, especially the world we live in right now, I feel like no one is genuine. And I feel like people only do things unless they can get something and if they can't receive anything from you they literally will have nothing to do with you like literally they're not going to waste their time they're not going to answer their phone they don't care and i feel like that's that needs to change and i'm here to change that narrative that's why i use the word clout because of course you're going to think something negative of course we all think oh clout 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 we hear cardi b talking about clout we hear everybody saying clout and it's a negative connotation i changed the whole perspective now you you hear clout and Culture, love, and opportunity unite talent. Oh my gosh, I want to do something better now. Yeah, I was about to say it. I was actually, it's like, I was thinking, I was like, wait, but your mm-hmm. name is Cloud, so it's pretty ironic that you're actually trying to take that word and trying to change the way people look at it and yeah. kind of use it in a more positive direction. Where you know, you can go out there to get clout, but why not help yourself and others at the same time right. without having to step over people to get there? Exactly, and I feel like. Even in our community, like us all being black, the narrative amongst our people is common. Crabs in a barrel. I'm sure you've all heard the statement. I'm here to break that because I'm not a crab in a barrel. And I could never be a crab in a barrel because even if I didn't know you from a hole in a wall and I could help you, I'm going to help you Mm -hmm. because it's not killing me. God bless. And it could never kill me. 
because what's for me will always be for me. You could never take it from me. And that's just how I feel. So at the end of the day, I don't believe in shade. I don't believe in being petty. I believe in happiness and joy. I believe in giving and kindness. I believe in the reciprocation of energy. Damn. See, I I know, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, like, before all this, before you guys came in here today, like, we were having, like, a vulnerable, like, conversation and what I was telling people while telling the boys here today was, like, usually I don't really like people off rip, but (laughs) you're honestly giving that type of energy. It's like, this is a good energy, like, to have around, so... You can always feel so, it. Always, I'm a, for me, I'm, I like I'm always big. Oh, you like energy. my energy, I like huh? I like it. Okay. I've, I've, I've felt the energy when I first met you. So it's like, I'm it. big on energy. If you don't have energy, then I'm sorry. You, you got to go. But the more I, say, I the more I keep saying got clout in my head, got clout, it kind of sounds like um, there used to be something I used to play back in the days. Got something. Got milk. <laughs> I was yeah! thinking, I, yo, I was thinking that the so, entire time. I was like, got milk. Holy <laughs> so you guys want to hear an extra plot twist? Yes, let's go. Let's hear a plot twist. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, you mother scunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, actually the idea of got clout actually came from the slogan got milk okay. because it's a deeper meaning behind the words. Again, there are so many missing children. There are so many sex trafficking. There is so much happening in the world right now with people being missing. And they took away the children being on the back of the milk cartons. The forgotten children. We are the forgotten creatives. So for Damn, me. That's just crazy. I want you to get in tune with yourself. You know. It's just. it's it, Everything is so deep. I, I, when everything I do is for a meaning. A deeper meaning. Everything. Do you understand you are the future do you under no 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 yeah. there's so many little right. girls boys out there that's gonna see this and they're gonna be like wow thank you nah, i no, appreciate that I, I, I felt it and and that is so fucking dope thank you holy scunt yeah i feel like a lot of time right now like a lot of creators like even the more popular creators they're always about money and more finding more success but they don't really ever talk about like how to get your people there with you because they don't care and that's to be honest with you most people don't care everyone cares about the dollar and i would love to be like hey give me money give me money give me money. but i can't it's not in me you know I'd, I'd rather just be like yo take this and i could tell you this or if i see something in you that i know could change like i can meet you right now and literally talk to you and i i can charge you for a consultation right now and i charge and i can pay you for my time you would have to pay for my time at this moment but that's not my energy you know what I'm saying? Because we're peers. Why am I trying to bring you down even more? For what? Like, we're peers. For what? I can help you. Why not? <laughs> and I feel like, just to tag along with what she's saying, I feel like a lot of people don't have that attitude of, like, we're peers. We can help each other. Because people, like, think of, like, the world in scarcity. Mm-hmm. So, like, people think if they'll help you, they're taking away from themselves. Like, they don't want to They don't want to extend themselves to help others because... They'll feel like if he's eating, it's coming off my plate. But the world is abundant. Like, you can help the next man and still get what's meant for you. You get what I'm saying? Our experience. Learning, learning new things. But that's why I love God Cloud because it's really a selfless, it's like a selfless act because she's really putting people in a room mm-hmm. to, like, network, get to know each other and get themselves out there. There's really nothing coming back At to all. her outside <laughs> of the credit, which that's, she deserves. Yeah. And but even like, with that, like, even with that, you don't get the credit because... Yeah people don't give you credit and that's why people charge so back to what you were saying like about people charging that's why people charge because people don't give credit so and people don't reciprocate energy as well 
They don't mm. sit down and tell the next person, hey, Taylor put me onto this, so you know, you should do this. They say, yo, I know about this. Instantly. <laughs> Wait, what happened to the person that put you onto right. that, though? Yeah. Because that's who that person should refer to for any other references. How you know that you couldn't create some money for that person possibly after they put you on? So now if I learn that you have a talent, right? A better way to go about something, right, would be, hey, my friend has a podcast. You are, let's say, a multimillionaire, and I meet you. And I say, hey, my friends have a podcast. I think you should go on it. You Simple should go, plug. You should go speak to them. I think it would be dope for you to go in there and do an interview. Simple like that. You don't have to always think, oh, but what But what can I learn from this billionaire? You can mm. learn everything from your friend's podcast. Think a little mm-hmm. deeper. Think longevity. Think about how you can help that person. A simple conversation could create a dynamic in a real relationship. Definitely. Why not? It's not killing you to say a couple words. Where'd you find her? Where? <laughs> Where? Nah. Uh, I met Taylor in high school. It's a fact. Yeah, high school. So it's been like more, not 10 years yet. Yeah, something's Definitely going on. Yeah, Over so 10 like, years now. And she's never switched up. So she's very genuine. This is not Thank like you. a facade for an interview or nothing like that. Who went up to who first? Hey, my name is Paul. Hey, my name is I, don't think, I don't think it was a formal no, it greeting. It's just like, like high school, you know, you just bump into people. Like, you mm-hmm. hang out with the same crowds. Eventually, you'll, That's a fact. you'll meet each other. After That's that, right. that was a wrap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Paul, I can, so you, you you saw her in high school. You Well, you met her in high school. You guys were friends. Is this something that you saw from her from the beginning? Like, you can see her doing something like this? Well, I can't say that. I s- no. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell, but like, I wasn't yeah. surprised when she started doing it. I like how she shook her head. Like, yeah, because <laughs> it's not like something she was branding back then. But like, I wasn't surprised when she was doing it because she's been smart as long as I've known her. So, thank you, Paul. That's dope. <laughs> to be honest, I said, "What were what? What did they vote you most likely as in high school?" Well, honestly, I got best dressed in high school. <laughs> But it was like in my class because I was really bad-ish. I wasn't bad. I just didn't go to high school that much. <laughs> I just didn't like to wake up early in the morning. It wasn't my thing. Nobody liked And I worked in high school. So for me, it was different. Like, mm-hmm. I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not waking up at no 7 o'clock in the morning to go sit in nobody's gym or lunchroom. Yeah. I am going to sleep. <laughs> you know? Imagine gym your first period first of the <laughs> Like, And I feel like also in high school, I really thought I was going to be a stylist. Like, around that age, I was more into fashion and more like focused on being the person behind the scenes, just like I am now more focused on being the person behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but I wanted it to be expressed through my fashion. Okay. But I feel like after losing my friend and after like so many, I had met plenty of deaths happen to me in like probably like an eight year span. I had someone die every single year for eight years. One year in 2012, I had two people die same year. So it was like, traumatic experiences and then I was traveling a lot I was learning a lot and in those like in those experiences I learned like yo I really love music like mm. this is what really makes me happy I love seeing people come together I went to like a bunch of music festivals like Complex Con, Camp Flog there's so many like all of those things and I felt like so inspired by like Tyler the Creator and I felt super influenced by everything that was going on and I was just like I felt so hyped that it was a black man that brought a bunch of so to say, bunny rabbit ear things, coats, <laughs> weirdos together. And I loved being in that presence and feeling like, hey, it's a bunch of weirdos that are just like me. And I feel so comfortable. I don't feel threatened. Right. I don't feel like I have to hide who I am. I don't feel like someone's going to say anything to me that's going to hurt my feelings. I feel like it's like, hey, you like this music? I do too. Cool. Let's rave. Right. And I don't know you from a hole in the wall. And I wanted that dynamic for God Cloud. I wanted to bring that to my people because I felt like my people 
didn't see that and he never had mm. it. So why not bring it to him? Yeah. I think the reason for oh you want to go, Jack? Oh no, just to like continue. I think people like the difference between you and like what you're saying, like people don't experience those things. You are willing to like go out your comfort zone because like a rave is not something we would, you know what I'm saying? So people are afraid of those things and they won't know like maybe if I go to this shit, I like it because yeah. it's just different. So like when you bring it to God Clout, that's like a comfortable space because we're all from the same backgrounds generally. Yeah. But if people, I, I do believe if people like, expanded their horizons like just tried different shit they would realize they like it that's why i like for the first got cloud i hired a vegan chef because i feel like there's so much negativity behind being vegan people just think you cannot eat good if you're vegan oh my gosh there's so much the food is nasty it's tasteless so why not hire a vegan chef have her cook and guess what guys she's vegan <laughs> you liked it right great and it's gluten-free as well so no one and i put the list of all of this stuff that could have like possibly caused any allergies and things like that so everyone knew now you try something different right you didn't have to pay for it it didn't beat you in the head you're not dead and you can throw it out if you don't like it but now you know <laughs> it just gave you an option and i feel like right. i want to bring options opportunity. and mm -hmm. opportunities so culture love you know there we go back to the <laughs> back to the acronyms i feel like you wowed everybody here at this point. <laughs> like, I feel like you have everybody on board with you at this point. Um, so kudos to you. Thank you. You know what I mean? I'm meeting you here for the first time. Like, like my man Big said, very good energy. Thank you. Feel it a lot. Thank you. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for you know, yeah. Thank you for making your time because she's moving soon, so we have to squeeze this in. Thanks. See, I don't know how deep we going with it. I don't. I don't, I don't know how mm -hmm. deep this is, but what what is happening with that we here in new york city what you moving away what are you doing well i'm not moving but i'm in the midst of expanding got clout okay so no, i'll yeah. be traveling a whole lot more and i feel like prior to quarantine i did travel a lot but now i'm really going to be traveling a lot more got so it. i want to expand <laughs> got it got it all right i'll give it to you real quick Hold on. oh no, no 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 i just i just wanted to um because like I said, I didn't know much about you. I haven't been to the parties and things like this. I yes. wish I did come, but I didn't You'll know much about you. You'll catch the next one. January's coming soon. Oh, definitely. I'll be there. I'll <laughs> be there. I didn't know much about your situation, so I know people sometimes have a calling, you know, and mm -hmm. they just get up and go to where they need to go, you know what I mean? And they just make it happen. So, but, that's me. I mean, you, well, yeah, now that you're expanding, like, I guess you do fall in line with that. So, I mean, that's really good. That's, that's fucking dope. I can't, I can't knock you like I'm at a loss of words right now. So, you know, <laughs> just kidding. like you said, you said, I ain't even experienced it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have to, but but I'm just to see, just to see somebody that's you know doing it. It's like somebody that's like you said, we're peers. Like right, somebody, and you're you're just doing it. Like you're living proof, and you're grinding, you're hustling, mm -hmm. and it's like it's a great, it's going to be a great success story. It's going to thank be, you. It's a good success story now, but I'm sure it'll get. It'll be even better. Like it's not done yet. It's no, not done yet. It's I'm just sure. beginning. Exactly. Yeah. You 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 going. You going. You going. I see it already. Thank you. Uh, so you want to ask him? Yeah, I just want to ask. So like, as you know, as you're a creator, like we're talking about all the things you accomplished, but like I don't think people see the background of like what it takes to even get to where you are now. Like to have accomplished having three events in a year, and they're getting bigger and bigger. So people don't really see like how hard it is to do something like that. And like we said earlier, you do it on your own. So like kind of give people like an idea of like, especially all the things you said you've experienced, the losses and all that. What keeps you going? Like what are the mental things that keep you 
motivated and get you to get you through it so that you can put on events like this and stay focused. I'm going to be honest, my friends, like the people around me are huge to me. They're Mm -hmm. a major component in my positivity and my daily like emotions. They play such a huge part because I'm big on the reciprocation energy, like I told you guys. So I'm big on people just literally being genuine and just like uplifting me and just making me feel good. So I don't know. I feel like it's so important. And I feel like I travel a lot to clear my mind. So whenever I am in a negative space, I'll leave. I have no problem. Paul knows. Like, yeah, I will leave. <laughs> I like that because a lot of people say, don't run away from your problems. Don't oh, I, I've, I've been through that. And yeah. I've, I've definitely been through that 100% where people were mad at me because I, I started leaving. But I w- you know what it was? I went through a time where I was asking my friends constantly to go away. Like the people around me constantly. And they never wanted to go. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I just found friends that wanted to travel. Was it hard for you to do that? Because I can say I was in a point like that where I was just like, no, I gotta, I gotta do for this friend. I gotta do for that. But when, when you had to realize, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna find some new friends that want to travel. Was that hard for you to do that? Or? It was very hard. It was very hard because, like I said, I'm really big on my friends. So me leaving them out of anything hurts me. Literally, like it hurts me. And I feel like I even was explaining to Paul at a point, like. <laughs> off camera but telling him like how draining it can be because I had a conversation with a friend and she told me she felt like it was hard speaking to me sometimes because she felt like I lived like a really pure life and I, I was like what do you mean because I'm not an angel of course not like you know I, I have my dirt of course I'm human but she said not in that sense but in a sense of like you're really genuine all the time she was like do you know how hard that must be she said you must be drained all the time and i really was talking to her and we really had a deep conversation as well i was just like yo you don't understand how draining it is like because it's hard like you said to be this friend this friend this friend this person this family this everything it's like you gotta and then i have a business and then i was in school it's a lot yeah but it's, it's hard like I, mm-hmm. I even had nights like that where i'll sit home and cry about yeah. it yeah like I'm Seriously. trying my best. Like I don't, I don't know how else to help you guys, man. Just if you're my friend, I feel like you should see what I'm going right. through. Yo, like, literally, I was. My friend, that was the point I was going to make. Going through, especially when you say, "I see you doing all of this and that." Yes, right. and I you, feel like I hate that. I'm sorry, to cut you off. I feel like I really hate nah, that. Nah, you just struck a chord. I, I, I went through that too. <laughs> it's like they see like you on your grind and like you're away from them, so they're thinking like you got time for everything else but them. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I don't know. Sometimes you owe it to yourself to focus up and get what you got to do. It, it takes away nothing from... Because even these guys, we, we record, we do all this. Sometimes I don't see them for weeks, but it's not like a loss of love. They know like we all grinding to do something. Right. But like everyone doesn't take it that way. But as a creator, I feel like you have to go through that. Like Especially if you're serious about what you do, it's going to come a time where like you're getting deflection from people because they feel like you're making time for everything but them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just we're just misunderstood, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because it's like... Before you, st- we all here started this journey. We're just like people would tell us, like you're gonna lose your friends. They're gonna do this. And yeah, like, nah, I mean it happens. They're not lying real. to you. So when it's like really happens, just like sometimes, like yo, if you're my friend and you know me, you should know. Like, right, right. You know, but did you want to say something, Sam? <laughs> no. I mean, I have a lot on my mind. Like, okay. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, hold on. Right, let's go. While I'm here anyway, let's I might go. as well just chime in. I don't know. Like it's you're explaining how you got past a lot of the things that I think our group itself is having trouble with now. 
So really, I'm just kind of like sitting here thinking like, damn, well, you got past it. So we could, too. And I'm just trying to like really (laughs) think about those ideas on how how you really made past all of these like really hard walls, like including like I think the making sure your friends are okay part is a big one for us because a lot of the people in our group, well, all of the people in our group are people we know or grew up with so we're all like really really close and we're all super afraid of hurting each other's feelings so then we kind of hold each other back inadvertently because we don't want to hurt our friends feelings but because you're genuine i'm pretty sure you've probably been in a situation where you've had to hurt feelings before i feel like (laughs) i'm genuine and i'm also I guess in a way an aggressive when I speak. So in a lot of times I'm saying something, it sounds like I I'm judging or like I'm coming off in a yeah, like coming off in like a bossy way maybe, but I really am just being genuine. Like you said. So with that it does it hurts people's feelings a lot of times. But also with that I'm now learning and I'll say 2020 has definitely forced me to learn to take those things with a grain of salt because I'd rather be the person that tells you the truth and says, like I said, I can come in a room and tell you right now, like, hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. But I'm not I don't own you guys. I'm not going to come in here and tell you what to do. But it's literally just something that's in me like and I can shut up or I can really tell you. Yeah. But it's up to the person I guess if they want to accept it and that's kind of what I'm learning now is like just because you have knowledge to give sometimes people aren't ready to accept that knowledge that's that's exactly what I went through because when we first started I was I was like that too I was just being I was just yelling all the time out and not really yelling but I came off as passive aggressive you know yeah and so when I had to actually take a, a step back and really learn understanding like maybe he's not ready maybe this person isn't where I'm at you know mm-hmm. it's okay I'll give him time I'll walk him through the steps so you just brought up 2020 and I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Right. What has 2020 been like for you? <laughs> okay. We all know 2020. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> Off my fucking checklist. No, no, no. Okay. Well, um, honestly, I feel like. COVID. <laughs> outside of COVID, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like COVID forced me to learn to be alone within my thoughts. Not just within my thoughts for everyone else or for God clout, but literally within my thoughts for myself. Like, I literally took this time to heal from everything, from people, from past experiences, from past trauma, everything. I took the time to, like, really get into myself and really learn to say, like, okay, enough is enough. I'm tired of you pulling me this way, you pulling me that way, and the energy isn't reciprocated. Because when I was drowning, no one was helping me. Yeah, yeah. And that was a lot for me because, again, I started this because my friend committed suicide. How could I be going down the same road as him? And I'm drowning. Like, I'm literally drowning. And when you get to a point like that and you feel like, okay, I'm drowning around a bunch of people. It's like, I'm not doing this no more. You got to take a second and be like, okay, enough is enough. And with COVID, it forced you to, like, sit in the house and be like, okay, who's calling who? Because no one was calling. People were in the house doing what they wanted to do. People were going through their emotions. But regardless... It's still like, it takes two seconds to pick up a phone. And even no matter what mood I've been in in the world, I've always been there for my friends. Always. I've always answered my phone. I've always came when people needed me. I've been to birthdays, baby showers, and everything. And those people, majority of those people have never even been to God Clout. So when I stayed home and I sat back and I was like, damn, Telly, you were drowning. 
and nobody was going to save you. You had to save yourself. So I got up and was like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. Honestly, I couldn't take it anymore. It was like enough is enough. So wallow in your feelings or move on. You have to say what you got to say. <laughs> First of all, wow. Yo, this she's an alien, bro. Like, <laughs> this is not happening right now. I got several questions. Go for it. Oh, my God. If you was a color, what would you be? Teal. Aqua blue. Why? I don't know. It's just a color I've always been fascinated by. I love water. I love clear okay. water, and I've always been attracted to water. I've always loved mermaids, and I've always loved the color blue. I've loved the sky, all nice. things nature-related. But blue, that special blue right there has always appealed to me. It's hard to ask questions. You <laughs> had several. It just went out Every time I answer him, he's like, like she I'm still like, I'm, like, I'm still like, you're, nah. you're feeling what we felt when we first asked. Like, <laughs> nah, wait, I had mad questions. <laughs> so sorry. what have you learned about yourself in 2020? Hmm. Well, that's a good one. I learned that I do not like accepting help, which is something that I knew already, but I really <laughs> learned how deep it was. I also learned that I had a problem speaking up for myself, which is kind of weird because I guess I'm a boss. So, yeah. And like I said, I, and I talk really aggressive. So you would think that I wouldn't have a problem, but I really do. And it was something that, again, I had to really work on because, like I said, I was drowning. And it was because I couldn't speak up for myself. Had I had been able to be like, you know what, enough is enough. It wouldn't even got to that point. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm taking it way left. You know I'm mad silly. I'm taking it way left. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. All right. So being that you did say that, is this new you, 2020 battle tested, moving out, going to expand? Is this like your rebirth in a sense? Like are you pushing your boundaries right now and hitting new, you know, new highs? Is this what you're doing right now? I mean, I can, I'll say, Yeah. I'll say, I'll say I'm taking a new level to my self growth. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say. And I'll say this expansion isn't just a expansion for God Claw. It's literally an expansion for my mind frame and mm -hmm. for my peace and self awareness to just only continue to expand. I hope. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> Working, grinding. So I have leveling a, up. I have a question. Yes. So. In my current position within a group, you're kind of doing that all by yourself. Yeah. And I'm like trying to figure out like how you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like it almost seems like inconceivable because I'll find myself hitting these walls of like, damn, how do I figure out this? How do I figure out this? And you're doing it all by yourself. So while running a business by yourself and managing these events and finding these people that you can trust, how do you do it? Well... Along the road, I've met people that are like you guys and are interested in my story and are interested in where I come from and what I've learned as well. And that helped, you know, so that and I'll say like there's been Spice, Tabiel, Tasman, Janelle, like a couple of my friends that have helped me behind the scenes at the events. So... And Taisha, let me not forget her. But um, 
they have helped me like along at the events itself. It's just the planning itself. That's all me, the the running back and forth and everything and constant, literally social media meetings, everything else. So for me, it's just literally been making sure I build a team of people behind the scenes that I can trust that are available, that can get things done while I'm doing a million things. And I haven't found people that have the time nor the consistency to do that for me. And I'm thankful, like I said, I'm thankful for my friends that they help me at the events. But outside of that, it's just about me building a consistent team that's trustworthy. And I'd rather work by myself and move like a turtle than speed through everything and it looks like nothing. One more question. Yes. Are you hiring? Of course. <laughs> I can, I can do course. both. <laughs> I can do both. You, could do, you definitely can. Definitely. And then that's another thing, like, I feel like working with me is a lot different because, like y'all said, everything is about money. And with me, everything isn't about money. So you have to be willing to work. But understand working with me, you are going to learn a million and one things because I know a million and ten. So if I know a million and ten, I'm going to teach you a million and one. Got to keep some mm-hmm. tricks in the bag. But that's something I had to learn. Uh-huh. Yeah. And 2020 taught me that as well. Yes, there we go. Right, because 2020 go. taught me teaching everybody everything you know sometimes can hurt you because mm-hmm. people don't always want what's best for you like you do for them. Mm-hmm. And they're very quick to use that against you. You're right. You are completely right. Which hurts. So. I think she went left on what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Going back to the money thing, like uh, I don't think some people realize, like some opportunities are worth more than money, mm-hmm. and some relationships are worth more than money. So, like to go out and throw away, like to mess up relationships and throw away opportunities because the price isn't right. Sometimes it's, that's not the best way to move, because there they can be hidden opportunities in your face that you're just throwing away because you're like looking for the quick buck. Where I was working with someone like Taylor, who's genuine, you don't know where that could lead you. Thank you, Paul. What I want to say is, um, well, I want to ask you. So I know on this journey, I'm not gonna say I know because I don't know. But <laughs> if there is, if you had any failures, because a lot of people see, they probably see you and go, "Oh my gosh, she's so good. She's probably so perfect." Yes, and I'm sure you, you had failures. Of course, okay. I'm human. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell the viewers out there what have the failures taught you on this journey? Because I feel like that's something important in anything that you do. My failures have taught me get everything in writing. Even if that's your best friend, get everything in writing. That is the biggest lesson on God's green earth. If we sit down and have a conversation right now, you say, hey, you guys say, hey, we're going to be the podcast that wants to feature at the next God Cloud event. I want you guys to write it out and sign it right now. Wow, my teacher told me that. (laughs) Okay. Seriously. Mm. Because word is bond only to me. Word is bond, not to you, not to nobody else, mm-hmm. not not in legal they, matters, yeah. You know, but to me, and I know that even if there's a catastrophe happening in the world, and I said I was gonna be there for you on September first, I'm gonna be there for you on September first, no matter what's going on in my world. But not everybody's like that, yeah. and sometimes for me, a lot of times, ninety percent, ninety nine percent of the reason why a lot of things have happened to me is because I put that trust in people. And I'm like, okay, you said you were going to do something. Okay, cool. They get to the event. They see how much people are there. Now you're charging me. But you told me you was doing it for free. Now now <laughs> you need to, now you, you can't, you can't do anything without that money now. Yeah. Now I can't even move. I'm sorry. I see how much people say I need some money now. Can't believe. And that goes back to throwing away opportunities because the yeah. next event could have been bigger and you could have got more exposure. Exactly. But you threw it away for a small. Faith. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I don't know. I want to go back to something else you said. I guess this is like a shift, but um, you said you did parks department and then you worked with a music teacher mm-hmm. that worked with special needs kids. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a background in music? What are you just like an avid music listener, just like no, us? Was that just like, literally an avid music listener? Oh, I was waiting for you to tell me you played the I cello wish. too. I <laughs> wish. Like, I the wish. tuba on the nah. keyboard. No, no, no. When I was God. a kid, my grandmother used to like try to force me to play piano. She used to do re me my life to death. <laughs> and yeah, no. I think we all went through one class like that. Yeah. Yep. Some point. <laughs> yeah I and I feel like Caribbean, I'm Caribbean, and I feel like Caribbean parents forced that on you. <laughs> they, tra- they literally, they try to force, <laughs> they try to force their kids. Where? I'm Jamaican. Oh! I mean, you should have known. So, <laughs> so, I feel like they literally try to force you to, to do something. My mom was like, dance to school. That didn't work, dance to school. Ready? Oh, you ready for this right now? <laughs> Go ahead. Name. Oh God! No, don't <laughs> test me. Uh, your favorite artist. Oh, my favorite artist. Uh, go, five at least five. Five, okay. Sheesh. All right. Um, you saved her with the five. You yeah, super. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drake. Okay, Scorpio. Kendrick. <gasps> J Cole. <gasps> um, Kendrick, J Cole. Uh, let me think. Why is nobody really coming to my mind right now? Hold Four. on. No, you can't do that. Yes, you can't about, do that. I'm about to expose her for one. Wait, Kanye. Kanye. Oh, okay. okay. She uh, saved um, herself. Five, um, four, um, three, two, one. I don't know. Yeah, if she didn't put Kanye, right, I was going to blow you up because I knew it. A female artist? Female artist. Hmm. Female artist. I don't. I'm not too big on female. I like Little Kim. Okay. Back in the day, Little Kim, old school, like, like real pink. You know, the pink album, Notorious. K I M, that's, uh, yes, the big of course one. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do do you just stay in like hip hop and R and B, or do you branch out to like, you know, country or like? I listen to everything. Like literally, I listen to. Everything. Where did we find her? Where? Like, I'm not too keen on country music, but I am like big on like rock music and like those type of genres. <laughs> yeah. I like pop, a lot of pop. I like K-pop, too. Like, I'm huge on K-pop. Yeah, you with us. Ah! Hold on. I got to squeeze for that one because you usually... Oh, damn. We talk about culture. Amen. I'm huge on Korean culture. Like, I'm super... Advocate oh for their culture. Oh my god! So like the food, everything. Korean culture. dramas, K-pop, J-pop. Oh, that is my j- j- jam, boy. What? And I've seen it perform. Oh, I'll tell you that. I'll save oh that for later. <laughs> I wish I was there. Oh my Jesus! I can show you a video. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Bigs is up. Yeah. So I mean, kind of go on to uh, a topic of culture right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously. African American men and women in this room right now. Mm-hmm. Most most of the time, you would think, all right, it's rap, hip hop, R and B, the the generic stuff. So, how'd you actually get into outside of you know the generic culture? Because most of the time, if it's not like something you grew up with, or maybe the occasional TV show that you've seen, doesn't usually happen. How'd you get into it? Okay. So my mother is, my mother's mother, well, my grandmother is Jamaican and her baby father, I guess, which is my mom's dad, is white. 
So that's what happened with them. So my mom came up like really into everything. Like she knew her dad, she knew her mom. So she grew up in Jamaica and she, when she came up here, she had a good relationship with her dad. So her father literally like forced her to eat bagels and lots and things like that. So growing up because he's of um Jewish, he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he forced to eat things like that. So growing up, I did the same thing. On Sundays in the morning, I would either eat ackee and saltfish or I'd eat bagel and lots. That's a big name. It's a yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty multicultural. Yeah, it's dynamic. It's, and it was like I'd either listen to Gwen Stefani and Pink or I'd listen to Ja Rule or Fifty Cent because that's the culture I grew up in. And like the dynamics of my household were, you can do whatever you want here. Like it wasn't really a. A space where it was like you can't be yourself like i'd listen to rock music in my room my mom would come in here and wild out with me and then i'd listen to some dancehall and she'd come in and bust a little wine with I me like and it. i like it 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 was like that in my house so i don't know Man, that's pretty dope, cause I feel like <laughs> now we're so stuck on like you have to stay in this culture you can't like you know branch out to being this or having this inside so Oh, I, oh my god that's just so fire yeah shit, like it, it really is exciting to see that it you know is. people out there are still getting into i just broke everything i'm sorry yeah. people are really still out there getting into the like other cultures yeah. without being forced to stay in your own lane and you know and bring yeah and being criticized for it. i think I that's mean, the I biggest definitely thing definitely was criticized as a kid like <laughs> i have had my traumatic stories as well like especially I like love traumatic stories you know oh, they're horrible no, okay. I'll give you guys one. Um, yes. all right, I remember Got one. <laughs> I um I came outside and I was like listening to Gwen Stefani. Like you know how on the block they used to do the boombox? Mm-hmm. I went I changed the station to the white music. Change it to Holla Back Girl. Bananas. B A N A I still can't spell bananas. It was in elementary, that wasn't even middle yet. That was elementary. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, and they were like, Taylor, if you don't turn this shit the fuck off, I was so embarrassed. And I was like, yo, I oh my god, I can never do this again. Like, and after that, I literally kept my culture in my house. Did you get the uh, Oreo treatment? Od super. Oh damn, I feel that one real deep. Yeah. What's the Oreo treatment? Uh, you're mixed. Oh, you're not you're black. Not. You can't relate. This is not your struggle. I get Man, it super for my hair. Even for my dark black ass. And it was like, oh, you're such an Oreo. You're yeah. white on the inside, black. And I was like, mm-hmm. Well, no, I just like a lot of different things outside of what's my generic culture. Right. And I, I don't know why that's weird. <laughs> like, why do, why do people find that weird? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think people like limit themselves. They just can only have like one type of crowd around them. But there's so much world out there. Like, why would you. Why would you limit yourself? Exactly. I feel like um. I feel like let's let's take all of our circumstances or the circumstance we just spoke on. It's more in the range of kids, but some people go through it all their lives. But it's as a culture, it's just the way we pass things on. It's like you see your parents act away. Now you're a kid, and now you go out on the block, and the older kids act away, and now. You feel accosted for it, and now you never play Gwen Stefani again on the radio. Never again. (laughs) It's like, it shouldn't be like that. Some of us get to a space where we just go, we don't give a fuck. We're just going to do what we want to do. But it does get, it it does get, like, passed down, and it's kind of like, you know, again, like, cutting yourself short. But it's something that does get passed down. It's unfortunate, but it is something that gets, but I feel like today, like, today, us all being peers, like, we all sit here today and just like, 
No, you're completely right. <laughs> like we're completely open with it. Yeah, I don't feel like that though. I don't, like I don't feel like that. I feel like people aren't completely open with it. Like I feel like even me having this conversation with you guys, this is the first time that I've had this conversation with anyone, to be honest. Like me even telling the story about Gwen Stefani, that's my first time telling it. So, you know, like even to be in a space to be able to express that, that took me a very long time. And quarantine taught me that. COVID, this whole thing taught me that. It taught me, again, sticking up for myself. And that was one instance where I didn't. I, I don't know if this is... Well, how do you feel about... So, your grandmother, Jamaican? Yes. And grandfather, white? Yes. How do you feel about, like, you know, because I know, some, especially the black men, some some of us get criticized oh, for dating. Oh, I know dating. where this is going. You know, I just want to know what you, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about, like, a, a African-American dating a Caucasian woman, like, interracial, yeah, you know. How do I feel about interracial dating? Honestly, um, I try not to vocalize my opinion on that too much mm-hmm. because I feel like it's a mixed emotion. Yeah. I feel like everything is based on the dynamics of a relationship. I don't care if you are two cats together I, I could care less are you happy is that person treating you with respect is there a constant conversation you're a nigga in the bedroom yeah. and your babe outside because that's a different problem yeah you know and things get deeper than we can really discuss yeah, yeah. i think that's crazy that that's even still a, it's a, a question in 2020 like if you're happy with the person you're happy with the person no matter what they are who they are be a do- goddamn yeah. cat like like you said it could be a goddamn cat <laughs> but like hey fuck it like if it makes you happy exactly and that's how you want to spend the rest of your life no one should be able to decide how you decide to be happy exactly love show to a limit win. to a limit because obviously a gray area but you know i got a random question we know <laughs> we know would you get mad if you smashing a white chick and she called your nigga in bed that's not like a round table discussion um <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on. You know what? I'm gonna entertain or, it. Let me just. I'll let entertain me just ask it. Question to you: If you smashing a white dude, and he like, yo, just call me a, call me a, call me a, call me a, call me a cracker. Like, yeah, like. Just I started a whole organization based on the opportunities of my people. I could never ever let someone take me out of character, even amongst my people. I try not to use that word, even though I have a hard time using it as well, because it's in our dialogue. And it's very hard for me to take it out. But I do try not to use it as often as I can. Because it's not always what you say is how you say it. I don't want anybody calling me out my name just like my friends. There's been females that bitch and... You can ask Paul, that's never been my behavior. Ever. Even when I was in high school, I've never spoken to my friends like that. We don't speak to one another in that way because we're not going to set a tone to make anyone else feel they can speak to us like that. Like, I low-key wanted that answer, though. Like... This is unreal. You you are actually different because I think I've had this argument before with uh, some females that I talked to about, you know, girls walk around like, yeah, that's my bitch. That's we met. We the slut squad. They got a group chat called the slut squad. Yeah, no, that's not like it's like, damn, like, all right, cool. Like, hey, what are you and the slut squad doing today? Oh, no. Well, you can't say it. But that's what your group chat's called. Like if that's how I have to refer you as because that's what you're calling yourself. People don't understand, and that's why. So this is the thing, right? Outside of Got Clout, I consult. People pay me to speak to me, right? Because they need to change their image. They don't see what's wrong with things like that. They don't understand they're setting that tone. They don't understand that they're creating a certain type of narrative. And they don't understand how to get rid of the stigma they created. 
So it's like people don't understand you create everything that happens around you, whether you want to take responsibility or accountability for it is on you. But in my household, I was taught to take accountability for everything. If I left my dolls on the floor, I had to clean them up. My mother was not going behind me and picking up my stuff. She was like, Taylor, get up and clean up. You made the mess. So as an adult, I've learned to take accountability for things. And I feel like that's what's wrong with the world. I feel like people don't take accountability. They weren't taught, hey, it's nothing wrong with you saying sorry if you did something wrong or if you hurt someone. It's not going to take any hair off your back if you step out your box and say, hey, I apologize. It won't hurt you. And you might make the next person actually not jump off a bridge because you don't know what people are going through. Yeah, Taylor is actually different because i've i've been i've been called some pretty <laughs> i'm just like my best friend he always no, calls no. me it just that, uh, how's the harry potter thing go some son and i don't know we're not him levy you yeah, you all right that's jackie chan adventures just pulling cartoons out harry potter yeah the constellations in his pocket but yeah, it's a, uh, it's actually a uh, pretty. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty refreshing to uh, see someone who's actually super open minded and like making sure people are taking accountability for their own actions. Because I've been called some pretty horrendous things on the internet before, simply by inputting my own opinion. Which the whole point of social media is, if you put something on the internet, you are now putting yourself up to be criticized. That is true. And if someone criticizes you, and just because you don't agree with them, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you just get to berate them. That's true. So there have been plenty of situations on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, or whatever, where I input in my opinion, where it's pretty f- obvious that you had some contributing factor of why you're in this situation. And, oh, well, no, you're this, you're that, you're that. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just do nothing then. Like, there's there's no helping you if you choose not to take accountability for the situation you put yourself in i'm not sure like if it happens again then it's gonna happen again you're gonna keep putting yourself in those shitty situations and there's no actual growth going on and people hate you for being able to take accountability people will hate you for that they'll hate you for the ability to actually say hey i've done something wrong because a lot of people can't do that. Do it for themselves. You know, a lot of people can't. A lot of people really struggle to say I'm sorry because of their traumas. And maybe their parents have never said sorry to them or they've mm-hmm. experienced things that have possibly made it hard for them to be expressive. So people have to be more considerate, more empathetic, mm-hmm. more understanding and listen more. Because to be honest with you, if you just listen to somebody, you'll know everything that's wrong with them. You just listen. Just listen. I know you think you're listening, but you're just ready to talk. Go ahead. You're playing. Listening to respond. What do you... You you bringing up all these these words that should be more than words. They should be like morals and ethics. Exactly. That some people... Some people are still here today and they follow. They they follow. What do you... (laughs) I guess the world is like in disarray. We have COVID... It's election night. Like, yes, it is. It's election night right now. We, we probably still don't know. Somebody, somebody, look at their phone and see what the what what the numbers oh, no. is. Let's not even Some, talk somebody, about I don't, somebody. I don't think look. the results are coming in tonight. Nah, but somebody look up the percentage. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, um, really, what do you? I don't know. Do you do you see this? the way we are right now because i'm sure it's, it's, it's not it's not like this around the world it's like it's like this is america this is america and, <laughs> this and is we're, america. We're, we're intertwined in a certain culture culture that would boast 
like bloodshed and prostitution and things like that. All these things that we deem Negativity spiteful based, mm. are the shit that we boast. So do you see us like, do you see a future where we can pull back and maybe these layers that have been, because people aren't bad, I guess, you know, in, in, in nature, but do you see like a, a, a space where we peel things back and we can be more moralistic and even even in our culture at least or you know like us as, as people brother sister black people whatever people of color however you want to brand it do you see a space where we all we we shake the tropes and things like that and we're able to lift each other up like we can all come to the party and <laughs> not stand around and feel like we better than each other like we can all everything can be like a got clap type situation do you feel that i i feel like anything is possible and i feel like Knowledge is the power to everything. I feel like if people were more receptive and more understanding and like all the things I named and could even just for a second take accountability, literally, they would be able to listen to what advice is being told to them so that they could grow. Everything is a seed. So if you can be willing to have a seed implanted in you, you you have to water that seed and you can grow. You understand? It just takes a little bit of guidance. But I feel like people are so keen on thinking they know everything or mm-hmm. thinking that you're trying to maybe shit on them just because you know notice something that they didn't or you know a little bit more than they have even known in a certain category. It doesn't mean you know everything. You just know a little bit more in that area. And maybe they know something that you don't know. Maybe they could teach you something. Why mm-hmm. not? Have a conversation, though. Instead of saying, hey, <clears throat> fuck you. You tried to tell me I could do this better. And I know that I know. Well, maybe they see something better <laughs> for you. Nobody wants never, to be wrong. You're never too smart to learn something never. new every day. And that's another problem that we have. Nobody wants to learn something new. Nobody wants to, especially, well, I come from the art world. So it's like I, I learned how to take critique. And I feel like that's one of our problems. We don't know how to handle critique. Well, we probably do. But the world yeah. outside of us don't know how to handle critique. So when you actually critiquing someone, you tell them something like, I know everybody was in your inbox telling you that shit was fire. I ain't going to lie, bro. That shit needs some work. That's yeah, and they're going to think you're disrespecting them. think you're yeah. disrespecting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are haters. It's hard. To decipher, especially if you have low self-esteem as well. That's another thing. Like, it's very hard to decipher the haters, especially like when you first start something. When I first started Got Cloud, I had a million people tell me, yo, you, a festival? You can't do that shit. You stupid if you think you're going to do that. And I was like, okay. I love to hear no. Right. Like it, it's something that just like I love it. Like I'm like yeah, add fuel to the fire. It's bro. like oh, I love it. Tell but, me I can't do that, so I could go prove you wrong. What is the psyche with that? Why would people go out of their way when these are probably people, maybe some not even your friends, but people that just are my friends, you. no genuine friends too. But this is what I'm saying. Why mm-hmm. would people go out of their way to tell you you can't do something that you want to do? Because yeah, well, you go ahead. I follow. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Well, because I feel like people know they can't do it. Yeah, she said it. That's why I let it go. <laughs> you know. And to be honest with you, once I've started, got cloud, not in a cocky way or anything like that. But a lot of the people that did come to me and tell me I couldn't do got cloud when I came to them with the story asked me to do something for them. Mm-hmm. After they seen the hard work that I put in, after they sat down and told me I couldn't do the same thing that I did do over and over again and like you guys notice and like paul said every time i do it the space literally gets bigger the last event that i did was four times the size four times literally i did it inside of a warehouse and the first space i started with was only like 175 feet (laughs) maybe if that if that like literally probably 125 feet is this a thing that has more to do with like your field like like you said you talk to a and r's you have people who are artists things like this 
are these the people who usually would be the naysayers because the person that's like a dentist is not coming to you like <laughs> going hey you're never going to be able to do it right you know no the people that are actually saying anything to me are like either genuine friends like i said mm-hmm. or just people that i worked with and they were mad after the that fact, makes sense which gets weird to me because it's like i always make sure everyone eats so how could mm-hmm. you be angry and especially <laughs> if you ate more than me you ate, yeah like you know and for me i'm never like pressed about what i get at the end of the night i pull my money into this i knew what i was losing i knew a risk i was taking it is what it is it's an investment it happened and exactly so i'm never thinking of it like that but it's more of the exposure that it gains for others people take the platform they run with it and they give me no credit Mm-hmm. I've had people blow up on such a big spectrum, even larger than Got Clout, way larger than Got Clout, and giving me no credit. Not hear me say shit though. I don't say a word, but those are the same people that have come to me and said multiple crazy things to me and told me, "Oh, you said you made me" or things like that. And I've never had those conversations. Said nothing. <laughs> shit is misconstrued. A lot of shit gets twisted. But this is what twist. it it goes back to accountability <laughs> again, like you said, and it also goes back to what I was talking about just like people having like morals integrity exactly and shit like that it's like we're in a place where everything goes it's like wild wild west shit it's like everything <laughs> goes it's like right. people will go through you and then use you and then throw you away and that's exactly what's happening it's exactly what's but, happening but it's like it's like I don't know it just looks crazy out here and mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope that we I hope that we get out of it. Of course, I hope that we get out of it. But, but back to what you were saying, that's like the shit we praise on social media. Like it's not cool to have feelings. It's not cool to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be tough. You gotta say fuck everybody. Like it's not cool to say somebody helped you. Like you gotta be on some self made shit. Like you know what I say to this though all the time. I gotta I have to say like like my man Biggs gotta throw him on the spot. He he's a he's a Twitter he's a Twitter connoisseur, but he he Twitter he upsets me every morning. He, this is what I'm saying. Every morning, I wake up then, pissed off at something some random person across in California yeah, said. Yeah, in California or Siberia, and then he sees <laughs> fucking Ecuador. But, yeah. but but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, he sees 131k ups, and then he sees mad comments. But the people around you, you know, don't think like that. Most of the people around you, or the people that you would choose to keep around, you don't think like that. But then also. It's 131k. You don't have like the full spectrum, so like it's just like we never see the full scope of things. But it's always about the perception we have. We have to be open that that's not the full. I guess that's not the full spectrum of things. Like we have to feel like that's that's like an extreme. Like you 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 get all of those everything that you're talking about. Like you have to feel like that's the extreme. You have to feel like, and you have to feel like maybe that's the extreme or maybe sometimes the people around you is just not like i don't know i feel like it's a mind state i feel like everything is yeah. a mind state i feel like you have to retrain your brain i feel like we are taught to look at the negative things literally we are yes, taught we come exactly. from slavery we come from a whole bunch of other things that we really don't even understand so yeah. with that being said i feel like a lot of things are taught to us and have been embedded in us and they've been embedded in our parents and our great grandparents and they've embedded those negative things Mm -hmm. into us and they're called generational curses and i just feel like people have to learn to break the curse so when you're breaking that curse you can learn to see the positive things instead of the negative because when you do a scale and you pull all the positive things on the scale and you pull the negative things on the scale think about it how what outweighs what you wake up every morning breathing you're able to walk your limbs work you're willing and able Mm -hmm. being grateful that's it 
take accountability in in that accountability it will teach you to be grateful Mm -hmm. appreciate all the small things on your journey right even the bumps and bruises what i was gonna say is yeah you're right like people like us will know those things exist so i'm not saying that but like it's hard to like we'll know it exists but that's not what's represented like you if you check your phone first thing in the morning you probably see some negative shit but a lot of great shit happened this morning but we're all looking at you know what i'm saying like i know it exists and like obviously we all like-minded we know but i just feel like society we feed on the negative and it's like i don't know if it's us as a culture or like the powers above but like i just think that gets, gets pushed out more I feel like just technology because I feel like we shouldn't wake up and the first thing we check is our that well, depending on what it is because it's like yeah it's not ha- that habit have you ever what's the longest you've been without your phone oh I've been without my phone for I'm I'm one of those people that doesn't care for a phone okay. Paul will tell you yeah I yeah. just got an iPhone this year for the first time ever been in my life. trying to get her to you get Android yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had Android my entire life yeah like she came through literally it was literally because i knew i was gonna be oh, we like, all have traveling a lot more and expanding yeah. i was like yeah i guess i gotta get an iphone so i could face some of my mom and, and to the viewers <laughs> out there what's it like not having a phone for a while like i love it you love it right i love that freedom of not being reached i love that peace and mm-hmm. i love you for me the phone is crap because for me a lot of bad news came from the phone for me <sighs> everything that i've heard that's been bad has come from a phone, phone. so can I ask y'all how long y'all been? I like recently over the summer. I think y'all remember I didn't have a phone for like three weeks because Apple was fucking me up. <laughs> but like, I'm not even going to lie. That three weeks, I didn't feel like I was missing nothing. Like maybe I'm weird, but like, I mean, obviously not speaking to the few people I speak to on the regular, but it's not, it's not like I lost a piece of my life. Like yeah. it was inconvenient, but I feel like people would lose their phone for a week and they'd be like freaking the fuck. Like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> nah. Like even my mom, she's like, you still didn't get your phone. I'm like, I have to yeah. wait. <laughs> like, but if it was her, she would have drove to Apple, kicked the door down. Like, I need a phone. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, the most like, I just I, had the patience. I've probably been without my phone for about a good two to three months. And the only reason why I haven't gotten wow. a phone. Like, the only reason why I really did seriously get it back is because my mom was like, Kevin, McKay, I'll call you. Put your phone there. I'm like, man, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. But me not having my phone, it just really made me pay attention to myself more. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin, what do you actually enjoy? Do you actually enjoy going on walks? Do you actually notice what God has placed in front of you when you go outside, you see the sky and mm-hmm. how beautiful it is? Like, being out of phone, you're not going to die. You'll be okay. You always find a way. And I feel like the whole world, I feel like we need to have, a, like, a week where it's, like, no phones. Nah, we will blow up, which is so fucking sad. Yeah, most people can't like, handle it. No, I feel like life would be great if people didn't have their phones. I feel like, I feel like the phones always stopping people from having proper morals and ethics because they're creating the morals and ethics people don't speak to people anymore they don't know what real emotions are everything is being set through social media yeah i wish i could jump some stuff can you imagine kids don't go outside they'd rather just be on a phone or be on an ipad when we didn't have phones how many times was niggas like especially he can attest Every day, and we didn't have phones, but we found each other. Nigga. Ass, yeah, <laughs> yo, doing the most. Every day outside, doing the most. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess my, I just lost my phone. I lost my phone on some, uh, some wild, some wild boy shit. I still hate <laughs> you. I lost my phone in a hotel bugging, on, bugging one night. But <laughs> outside of those first two days and me coming out of the slumper, like it was, it. The only thing that I hate about losing a phone is. Your phone being tied to everything. My yeah. bank account, my email address, my job. Like, getting back into that was horrible. 
But when I got my phone back, I did not miss all of the texts that I missed. Like, I was like, yo, this is trash. Like, I did not need to talk to any of you people. <laughs> and I'm happy that I missed you guys for three weeks. Like, that was amazing. No Snapchat, no fucking, no texting. A little bit of Instagram, but fuck that. Like, I was so happy not to see these people's messages because they didn't say anything. They didn't, it wasn't beneficial. It didn't bring me anything. Nope, it, like, it doesn't. It's just a bunch of nonsense. Like, happy. I was happy. And there was a lot of no negativity. I got to just move around freely. Mm-hmm. And if anybody was like, where the fuck are you at? I'm just like, I don't have a phone. Like, <laughs> I get to do what I want to do without being clocked by somebody. Like, come on, what's happening? What are we talking about? So I'll be a little vulnerable here. Um, I mean, everyone seems pretty content with not having their phone. I, me personally, I'm kind of the opposite. I like my interactions with people, whether it's physical. I prefer physical, but you know, you being able no to. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, that's exactly how I feel sometimes. Like, so without my phone, without mm-hmm. being able to interact with the people um, that I usually interact with, it 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 gets kind of lonely. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people right now, especially during COVID time. If they went out, wait, they went without their phones. Yeah, they would have imagine. no interactions. Yeah, I could if you live in an apartment by yourself, you're by you're literally by yourself. Yeah, I if you're with your family, someone's going to irritate you to the point where you're going to scream at someone. If you're with roommates, you're going to learn to hate those roommates because you don't have that Escape. outlet anymore. You don't have that way you can just kind of express yourself. You can go say some dumb shit on Twitter or whatever. I feel like with that, I feel like people like even especially during this COVID thing, I feel like. People should have taken the initiative to go outside, but in moderation, in a different way. Do something you've never done. Take a walk, literally. Like, Mm -hmm. in the morning, I have a rule. I do not touch my phone for the first hour I wake up of the day. I wish I could do that. I you wish no uh, you can you can is that, you, you can, can if I can then you definitely Yo, I'm can tried. <laughs> you I'm definitely trying. can trust me because it's discipline mm-hmm. and that's again something the world is lacking is discipline I'm grown I have no tattoos no piercings not because I didn't want them but because of the discipline I knew better I like that you understand so in that sense and even as an adult there's certain things I know better not to do around my parents around my family, around certain people, my, my elders especially, whether I know them or not. Things like that. So, Yeah, I had to learn that the uh, hard way because I think I'm a fairly disciplined person, but I went four years straight of implementing curses left and right in my vocabulary. And then when I would visit my parents and I'm sitting there dropping F-bombs around my mom, she'd look at me like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. I will beat you. No matter how old you are, I will still beat you. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, damn, I'm so used to doing it. Like, how do I, how do I stop? Discipline. It is discipline, bro. You work out. Pay more attention to yourself. Yeah, you would think you would think I have good words. discipline, but yeah. discipline. Certain aspects, like sometimes that discipline, like, kind of crumbles a little bit. And I think that's what happens with people being attached to their phones. Some people can be disciplined in other aspects, but when it comes to that phone where our society is so attached to it, and like Jack said, so many important things in your day-to-day life is now attached to your phone. Mm -hmm. So you kind of literally, most of the time, you really need it. You really do need it. But why can't you just go to an ATM and check your bank? Why can't you just go to the bank and check your card? Why can't you, if you got to go to your job, you I'm sure you got their email, your boss's email. Why can't you go to the library and see, check their email? It's convenience. It's yeah, it's convenience. If, if you know you need to go take out money, how do you check if you have enough money? You go on your phone. 
or, 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 or oh, I can Google an ATM or wherever, and you go. Yeah, but you don't walk a mile and a half in one direction. <laughs> damn, now I'm on a bridge. God damn it! Not gonna turn my black ass around. Yeah, if you know you have your phone, will you know the closest bank your bank is at? If you didn't have your phone, right? I don't know. Right now, here. Well, see, so convenience. It's about convenience. How would you get home? So how how do you how would you know where your bank is? Let's say something came up right now. You have you you lost your wallet. You have nothing. You have to pay for a a regular taxi. And you have to find a bank right now. How are you going to figure it out? Whoever I come up on, I'm going to ask some questions. Well, see. <laughs> old fashioned. I mean, I'm old fashioned. Yeah, act like yeah we good luck. Yeah, act like we never had Matt Quest back in the days and shit like that, bro. I'm going to ask. Yeah, but we're not talking about back in well, We're talking I, about the deli still in open? our so day and age. Excuse me. Is the deli? No, you're going to. First thing he's going to tell you is the grill isn't on. Get out. <laughs> So stop playing. Even then, we know how that would go. Even then, even then, when I've lost my phone, when I go to bank on somebody else, what do they do? They pull out their phone. You're not. Nobody's pulling out a map to tell you where your Capital One is. That's not even on a map. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me where the closest TD Bank is? Well, how would they know? Why are they? they, they on they, their maps, on their phone. But, but that's what, what we're saying. saying. Somebody else is going on their phone. <laughs> Usually, so you, it's the, you, it's you the shit out of luck. But the they going on their phone. The yes, I mean, you say you saying that now, but walking you, across I the BQE. Lost my wallet. I lost my phone. Yeah, but last time, I'm 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 gonna say right now. Last time you lost that I know of that you lost all your shit. Use my cell phone to call the bank. After 15 minutes after you lost your shit, you was on my phone to call your shit. So, what I'm saying is, yeah, we, was, yeah. we was outside, we was in Roosevelt. We, you had just you had sat down and ate tacos. You lost your shit. So, now what I'm saying is, it does become ingrained to a point. Now, it's not to say, it's not to say that you couldn't wait. It's not to say nobody could wait. It's not to say nobody could ever wait. What I'm, what we are saying is though, it has been maybe pushed on us to a fact, but we've also taken it in and ingrained it in ourselves that it's hard to just get up and go throughout your day and not have your shit. Like you'd be like almost blind. And now some people are cool with that. Some people are fine with that. That's that's fine. But some people could just be blind. Some people are just blind. It's like, yo, where's my money at? Damn, I gotta find. It's 142 fucking TD banks. Which one am I going to? Which one is the closest? <laughs> right. Where's the IHOP? Where's the McDonald's? Uber Eats? Like, I'm saying, no, 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 not to say that you, it's not to say that you couldn't survive. It's not to say that nobody could survive. It's just to say that, like you said, convenience is a big right. thing. And I think society sacrifices a lot for the convenience. Society is definitely pushing us towards convenience. Notice, like, a lot of things we're used to doing is just so easy. Like you said, checking your, your bank account. Uh, we can order food now from our crib. How many times niggas is hungry? We got to go find some shit now. We could order it like money. I think we're slowly getting to where we won't even like all our money will be on our phone. Yeah, ain't no ain't going to be no cash. So like society's just pushing us towards convenience. And in a way, it's making us lazy and like dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's going to get worse. Like I said, like like you said, once, once we get to the point where we're not using cash and you lose your phone. 
Yeah, like you're gonna be fucking scan that chip. <laughs> but isn't the definition of convenience like well, isn't convenience and laziness kind of synonymous? If things are more convenient, that means there's less steps to get to your end goal, which means technically you you can you can be lazier in that aspect. If I need to go to the bank and transfer money from my checkings to my savings, I can just a, roll over onto my phone and do it on my phone. I think that's a circumstance, but I don't think that that makes them like that. That does make them synonymous. That's a circumstance. Circumstance of shit being uh, just casual and free flowing could be lazy, but it doesn't m- mean you have to be lazy. Like people are still people. People are always going to be people. So now it's what we choose to do with it. Like I agree, I agree what you guys are saying, but also I also know human nature unless you like centennial man i don't want to run fucking two miles or bike two miles in negative two degree weather to go check my bank account like that's like human nature unless you're uh, eskimo so i'll propose this to the table would you rather things be more convenient or less convenient and that's kind of a also kind of a morality question are you okay with letting yourself be a little bit lazier, knowing it's going to be a little bit more convenient for you? I I feel like just to clarify things, I feel like we have to clarify: does us being more lazy also also end up as us being more disconnected? Because we could be lazy as fucking all, just like not go to work, but all go out and paint together every day. And see each other and fucking play dodgeball and shit like that. Like, hey, we don't have to go to fucking work. Fuck it, we're going to get paid anyway. Oh, we can go play fucking dodgeball or fucking hide and go seek or manhunt. Like, or are we going to fucking be lazy and then be inside and cut off from each other? I feel like there's a dichotomy to that. Uh, okay, so I guess to be a little bit more specific. Yes. We'll go back to phones. Mm-hmm. If they took out half of the capabilities that the phones had, so now I only smoke. I only I only beep. All right, back to your question. Shut up. All right, convenience. Convenience is super important in our society right now. So. To be a little bit more specific on the idea of phones making us lazier, I do agree. Phones are making people lazier, and it does remove the person-to-person contact of having to go to a bank and speak to a person and get into your bank account, all that other craziness. Mm -hmm. But convenience means you have more time to do more important things outside of these meaningless tasks. So that's why I'm a big advocate for it. But would you rather be in those situations where you you know what it's fine i have to take my five ten minute walk to the bank and talk to the teller have a short little conversation about nothing but i'm okay with that okay i feel like with me it took me a really long time to even really get into social media like i literally feel like i had a business for you i didn't make an instagram for my business until like the fifth month of me having a business 
literally like because I came back from LA and just did an event it wasn't really something I planned I didn't think of a business plan it wasn't that deep for me it was just like y'all want to do something to bring everybody together I didn't care about nothing else so like as far as social media I'm always disconnected from that it's never that deep so I feel like that's a part of it that makes my life inconvenient because it takes up so much of my time now that I have to actually do it then the like you speaking about the bank thing i feel like that's the most convenient part of me having a phone is the apps that i'm able to order food i'm literally able to to order food before i get home before i'm even on my way home i could have a last drink at the club and my food will be at my door when i get there which i love about having a phone that convenience but i do feel like in a way it i try to stay away from things like that like i can honestly say i've never ordered off of uber eats and that's because i think it's lazy I have a car. Why am I playing? Why am I paying someone else a convenience fee for something I can get out of my bed and do? Before I pass this off, I commend you for that because there have been plenty of times where I've ordered from somewhere that's ten minutes away, walking, two minutes driving, and I'm like, eh, I just don't feel like getting up out of my bed but or out of my computer chair. So I'll spend the ten extra dollars because it's a lot of it it's a lot that. of goddamn money. And it creates that. And then you constantly do that. I have a friend that's like that. And we always talk about that. And the the constant debate is always, why did you take a cab? When you could have just woke up a little earlier and took the bus. Took the bus. You know? But, all right. So that I'll ask you all. What is, like, what do you guys think is our most important asset? Like, for everyone. Time. It's always going to be time. The time to do those meaningless tasks. The time to decompress the time to do those important tasks like time. time is always going to be important i want to hear this my knowledge mm. because i feel like wasted knowledge hurts wasted time hurts yes but in wasted time you've learned plenty of lessons so i'm cool on wasted time i was in a relationship for 11 years mm-hmm. and it wasn't time wasted it was a lesson learned period like I can never look at that and be like, yo, fuck you. you yeah, fuck you because we broke up, but not fuck you in a sense like, yo, I didn't learn shit. I learned a whole lot about myself. I learned a lot about the type of person I even want to be with moving mm-hmm. forward or the type of person I want to be moving forward. I learned a lot. So how could I ever be upset about the time wasted? Never. But the knowledge that I gave, yeah, I'm a little upset about that because I can never get those things back. And I, it didn't, I didn't gain from that. I didn't gain from giving that. So, but did it take you time to give that knowledge? Yeah, but I don't have a problem with that. Right. Why? I, I always I have because I have no problem with the time. I was learning other shit about myself in the meantime. So, but in that time, you could have done more, obtained more knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. still time wasted in a way. It was definitely time wasted, but it wasn't. That's not the biggest thing to me. It was just more like the knowledge I wasted, like being able to give so much of myself to someone else and taking away from myself. Mm. When I wish I would have, because fuck time, I wish I could have given myself all of that energy that could have put me in a different place. Me being with someone didn't take from me. Me taking from myself to be with someone is what hurt me. It wasn't the time. So I'm going to, obviously, this is our first time meeting. Yes. Lovely meeting you. But uh, I'm going to say something that, you know, it's going to be a little, maybe a little abrasive, but uh, that seems a little bit selfish of you to assume that your time isn't as important as that other person's time so granted i don't know 
the everything that happened in that extremely mm-hmm. long relationship. <laughs> extremely long. But <laughs> it's eleven years long is for me. <laughs> that's half. That's at least yeah. half my life. It's Getting close. So uh, it's, it's, it's pretty marriage. long. So sure. it uh, seems a little bit selfish for of you to assume that without that time you'd be exactly the same person you would be now or that person would be exactly the same what if that person felt that their time was now wasted because of whatever they did whatever caused them to either make that mistake or cause you to make a mistake or whatever ended up happening that time is now gone for both of you no matter what it no matter what happened that time is now gone okay to answer that i feel like it took me a long time to be selfish i feel like it took me years to get to a point where I was able to even allow myself to understand, hey, because for a long time I was stuck on that. Like, I wasted 11 years. I wasted, I kept saying it like, what? It was like clockwork. You couldn't, I couldn't stop. Because it was like, yo, I cannot believe I really sat with someone for 11 years. I can't believe this and nothing has come out of it. Because to a woman, not to say nothing, but to a woman, a ring, a marriage, children, things like that, elevation in different ways, that's something that women want, stability, security, things like that. For me, those were the things that I wanted in. Not having those things is what really was like, okay, fuck this. Like, I can't believe it. That was really what hurt me. And it took me a long time to understand, like, damn, not only did you waste 11 years, but you wasted so much energy. Because in no point of that relationship did he ever stop me or did I ever stop him from doing anything. I traveled the entire relationship. I did a billion things. People probably barely knew I had a boyfriend because I did so much stuff, to be honest with you. And it was like, I had a boyfriend for 11 years, consistent. So it was like, I guess it didn't I, hurt me. It hurt that he took I the knowledge guess and ran. What I would want to ask is, maybe not to you, but in general, just to pose a question. There's an equal balance between both of those because those are two great answers. Mm-hmm. Time and knowledge. So now, throughout the time, you gained the knowledge that you should not stand for certain things and that you should be, like you said, come up for yourself, speak up for yourself. Yeah. But it goes hand in hand because... I you, learned more stuff. That wasn't the only two things. No, no, no. I'm, I, but I'm not saying... But, okay. but you learned a lot. Yeah. In the duration of time. Yeah. Like, you came into it with no experience, and that's what experience is, time and knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, you, they both go hand-to-hand, and they play it. They they play. It's like a synonymous thing. It's, it's like a healthy equilibrium in it. Right. So, I feel like both of those answers are fucking great. Yeah. Both of those answers are great. And I yeah. feel like if we take that and run with it, <laughs> we'll optimize everything we do. Time and knowledge. Yeah. Like, if we seek knowledge... And we make the best out of the time we do have because we're on a limited clock as it is. But if we take those two things, which sometimes we just say shit, like, like I need to do it too. It's like everybody. It's like literally. It's like a human. It's a human thing. It's a human thing. Like, what if we take both of those two together, we would optimize everything we do. You can see so much. I got a question. What is your end goals? Like, what is like, you know what? I'm... I'm good. Hang my jersey up. <laughs> I'm done. Wow, no one has ever asked me that. What is your that? end goals? And I'm talking about like I'm talking about I'm not talking about just like okay company branching. I'm talking about life. 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 Yes. Wow. I'm talking about you know what? Like I'm good. Oh I'm my good god, no one has ever asked me that. Okay. Um. End goals. Let's go. 
End goals is Taylor with a private jet with billions of dollars, happy, peace in a peaceful state, in a Zen place where I'm surrounded by nature. And I'm able to take care of my mother and she deadass does not have to work. And if she does want to work because my mom, like I said, I'm Jamaican, she might still work. <laughs> she really, I might be a billionaire. And if y'all see my mom going to work, just understand it is a choice. I promise. I promise. That's it. So, like I said, I, I really just want to be able to take care of my family and the, the people around me and be able to provide a better setting and a better place for everybody and more opportunities for them. I feel like. I got a follow-up question for that. But what about you? What about creating? Would you create a family? Do you think about having kids? And if you do, what is the perfect age for you to have kids or no? We don't know. No, no, I'm just joking. Um, so I've been getting the pressure with the kid talk lately a lot. (laughs) Like a lot of people have been asking me like when I'm having a kid, I'm like, uh, when I'm a billionaire, but honestly, I do want kids. I want a boy and a girl. I would love to have children, but again, I'm really keen on me being with somebody that can feed me in a way that I can't find anywhere else. And until I find that I'm not having a child, I can't. And if I do, then it happened. But I would prefer for it to go in that way. I would want to be with somebody that can feed me spiritually, mentally, physically, and make sure I'm good on the days when I can't pick myself up. They can pick me up. Someone's going to fight for you. Exactly, and not, and so also I don't always have to speak up for myself because if that's something I don't like doing, I would like somebody that can help me do that. I've helped people do things they don't want to do. Why can't somebody help me? One last question. Yeah. Since you talk about fashion, work, I feel like we here. Yeah, right? we are here. What's up? When you was when you was in high school, right? You said mm-hmm. best dress. What was like the mecca of fashion back in the day? Oh my God, it was so all over the place. It was oh, like no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, no. No, it wasn't. It was like, it was like, well, me, I was very weird anyway. I was weird, but like, I guess cool. So I would wear True Religion in Tim some days and American Eagle and Abercrombie some days. And I'd also wear some big ass goth boots and all black another day. You know, like that was just my my energy. But again, that's being mixed. Mm. So that's just. I speak through expression. Like, I express everything through my clothes. So if I'm wearing light colors, I'm happy. If I'm wearing dark colors, I might be sad. You catch me in a hoodie and some leggings, I might be lazy and I might be aggravated and had a very long day. I don't want to be it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but, or I might just be chilling. You know, it could go either way. But for me, it's always an expression. You'll always know how I'm feeling based on my clothes. Alex's question for you. You had any fashion icons or anyone that you looked up to when it comes to dressing or no, it was all you? No, I mean, I definitely like admire people. I don't, I can't say inspired by, but I admire people because a lot of things I couldn't afford. Yeah. And a lot of the things that I like are really expensive things. Like in high school, I was into like Alexander McQueen, Giuseppe Zanotti, things like that. Things, people were wearing Pradas and Maury's and I was worried about getting Louis and Gucci. You Did know, you see that Louis shirt that goes it's like a big pocket and it's right Yeah, I know someone that has that. It's fire. Yeah, it's like a, oh. mm-hmm. I so love, so I love that. It's a good shirt. It's a great shirt. Before we before we oh. get into this little trivia question and I just want to ask something. So Yeah. With me and with my journey, I always told myself like, "Oh my god, I'm about to be 24." Oh, I can't do it now. I'm about to be 24. I should have been doing this at 21. 
what is your message to the people out there that feel like age has a limit on your goals if that makes sense you know because a lot of people feel like oh my god i'm about to be 20 something 27 28 and i still haven't accomplished nothing what do you i feel like um all things happen in its own time mm-hmm. and i feel like nothing before it's time which was a very hard lesson for me to learn as well because my friends are successful to be honest like my friends are successful already they were successful from we were like 18 19 so it was like I was already in a space where I was like, yeah, I got to get it because my friends was already gone. Yeah. The first time, like I was paying to go to Complex Con and things like that. And the first time I seen Shiggy outside of the state, mind you, I done trying to bother this man for years for us to go on vacation. I forced him every time. Like I said, years and years of me begging my friends and telling him, yo, let's go on vacation. I seen him at Complex Con. He was like, yo, this shit is lit. And it's just so happy. He's the one that got me in. Well, not him, but you know, his team. So it works like that when your friends elevate it can put you in a better place and i had been paying for this whole time man you look at him he's getting booked for it i felt so blessed to see my friend in a position where look damn all these times i'm paying for it and you out here getting booked to this shit that's fucking lit bro i'm fucking thankful because that's how i wish i could have did that shit that's fire and i'm thankful to even experience it with you like thank you for that like that was enough for me and it was just like nothing before it's time because look i was trying to force you to do it and look you did it in your own way and you got paid to do it how much better could it go? That's fire. Like, how much better could it go? To be honest, it was like, cool, even Rennie. Like, we used to dance in the basement at my friend Jordan's house. My best friend Jordan's house. We used to dance all the time in the basement. Literally. Rennie. Yeah. We used yeah. to dance. That was my dance partner. Wow. Literally. Yeah, that's my bro. But we used to always dance in the basement. And it was like, he took off. And it was like, my heart was like... <gasps> I'm so happy. Like, you know, that overjoyed feeling like, yo, I got to get the fuck out the hood. Because these are my friends. Like, what am I doing? You think I'm going to stay here? I don't want to be here. They can do what I can too. So it kind of forced that onto me. And as a child, I was like always into acting and stuff like that. So it was like a whole thing. <laughs> oh. So we're going to get into a little trivia <laughs> question. Since you guys were asking, would you rather questions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you some questions, right? I still don't like that laugh. I don't trust you, bro. Jesus Christ. Okay, so nothing's too crazy, right? Would you rather be considered annoying or boring? Oh, boring me. I don't like annoying. Okay. That that makes me angry. It like cringes me different. I want to be annoying because boring sometimes gets forgettable. Mm. Respectable. Yeah, I understand that too. But I've been around annoying. That's. I think, I think I'm gonna have to go with Jack. Yeah, I'd rather be annoying than boring. Yeah, I'm definitely going with boring because <laughs> I know how, how it feels to be annoyed, and I can't be that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't. So I'm I cannot. So. The game is meant to be sold and not told, players. I'd rather be annoying because you mean be annoying, I could annoyingly love you. You don't have to be annoying, like, oh, like, oh, you're annoying, get out of here. I could annoyingly love you. How are you doing? Are you good today? Did you do that? That can be you annoying. Get old? You could get yeah. old to love that, somebody more? Well, that's just yeah, called being overbearing. That was super annoying me. Every second, like, okay, can I breathe? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, like, I just peed. You, what else you want? What else? Oh, no. No. Creep in the window. Yo, that's about to be Mark 7, bro. Oh, no. Have you, 
The next one we got, would you rather eat and never gain any weight or eat and never have to pay for it? Never have to pay for it, man. Forget gaining weight. You can work that out. Food is expensive. I'm over it. Yeah. I, I hate it. Agreed. 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 Like, agreed. Yeah, I don't think we can refute that. That was good. Fuck that. I'll pay for it. Yeah, bro. Never get any weight, right? You know how hard it is for me to lose weight? <laughs> yeah, never get any weight. That's this dumbass no. over here, Jack, this motherfucker would eat just as much as me and not gain a fucking single pound. That shit irritates the dog shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay for it. I work out crazy today oh my and God. have like 5,000 yeah. calories. It's over. Yeah, and it's not like I don't work out already anyway. So it's like, oh my God. I would love that. Nigga, that's really that's the ideal dream. I'm not, not paying. First of all, shut, I went so bigs. I'm no. It's hard, bro. Y'all don't know the struggle, goddamn. I'm sweating now. You baby ass motherfuckers. I'm sweating now, bro. Uh, this I don't know if it's easy, but would you rather interact with, interact with females or interact with males? Males for me. Why is that? I grew up with men. I interact with all men. Everything to do with me. I hang out with men. I started a whole industry based on a male-dominated industry. I love to be around men because I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> Who run with no. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up some wild shit. This is not to you specifically, no, but do y'all remember that gif of like it's like I only have male friends and it's the chick oh, no, just no, taking no, this no, mad no. hot dog to the face. <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> That ain't me. That's what what I thought. It's like, I only no, have male no, friends, no. like 10 hot dogs to slap her to the forehead. No, Yo. that ain't it for me. Oh, man, that I'm well respected. That ain't, that ain't my problem. <laughs> the question's going to get a little intense. Oh, just a little bit. Would you rather live in a dumpster or a gas station bathroom? Gas station bathroom. Okay. She's quick with it. Okay. I think about a lot. I'm a Gemini. My brain is like all over. Yeah. And I'd rather want running water than nothing else. And a toilet. Okay. I need resources. Would you rather miss the end of every movie or miss the punchline of every joke? Oh, damn. That was a hard one. Um, I might take the end of every movie because I'm kind of a weird person. And I like to create my own narrative. See, I can't. you can't miss the end of every fucking movie. And I need to be like in tune with the jokes. Because yeah. the second you're like not catching jokes, then you're boring. Like instant, it's like, I, damn, you ain't catch that. All right, you gotta go. Damn, so selfish. How's that selfish for me to That's do for myself? So selfish. Wait, hold on. You just exactly said what selfish is. Yes, doing cool. something for yourself. Yeah, but if it doesn't you, affect anyone else. That but if you missed, anyone. if you missed a punchline of every joke, that means every time any person, let's say every person here, I dropped said that's a joke, not what I want. Oh, so you want? I want to miss the end of every movie. Okay. Okay. Haha! Look at you! Can't wait to call me selfish. Call him. I was listening. I was ready to reply. I mean, I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna put this out there. Like, if you've seen the end of like most movie or a good amount of movies. You can That's not create. you can still yeah, you can still spin your own narrative towards the end of a movie. Especially if you're if, a writer. If you miss the punchline of a joke, that could be at the beginning, that could be at the end, that could be towards the end. The punchline can kind of hit anywhere. So if you miss that, and then you're just hearing fucking words in your ear and you look at them like, <laughs> "Bro, I don't know what you're saying. Knock knock who's there, bitch. I don't know." Yeah, like That's no. That's not for me. Okay. All right. Would you rather this one's Would you rather be Catwoman or Spider-Woman? Catwoman. I'm little. I just think it's cute. You don't want to be. Yeah. 
everywhere. I mean, that's cool, but Doing bat flips and what? No I mean, not? like in real life or costume. Real life. Oh, in real life, Spider Man, me man. Okay, yeah. Hell yeah, Spider Man, me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Would you rather lose your driver's license for good or phone for a year? Phone for a year. I need to go. Okay. Would you rather? <laughs> I need to go. Would you rather wear someone else's dirty underwear? Nope. Or use someone else's <laughs> dirty toothbrush. Oh no, Jesus! Oh no! <sighs> you can always take a shower with the underwear. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. That's a hard one. That's so gross. Um, Five, four, three, two, one. Panties. Okay, panties. All right. Ooh, the doo-doo stains. And How the... you know? It might be a clean panty. Uh, we we specifically stated dirty. Might dirty. just put it on. The, yo, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk <laughs> about. You bought a fresh pair. Fresh You can put mad tissue in there. Mad tissue. We're not going to talk about. Mad tissue. I can put tissue. We're not going to talk about the crust. On the toothbrush? No, 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 no. On the underwear? In her specific case, the panty. We're not going to talk about the crust. I'm going to put it out there. Relax. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You, you said you never been Bro. in love. Oh, you dirty. I'm sorry. I have that. That. The... You can't do none of that. Mm. You didn't say that though. Okay, whatever. This one. This one's easy. KFC or Burger King? Neither, because I don't eat fast food. Okay. Good right, for you. Got that, got that, got that. Thank you. Good for you. I want McDonald's Would you rather run for I eat Ma- checkers and Wendy's though, so I can't really say that. But I eat it like checkers. on occasion. Checkers? Like literally on occasion. But I checkers get wings. Give you the runs. Bro. I get wings. Listen, checkers, <laughs> buffalo wings for the win, number one, and their funnel fries. And at Wendy's, I just get an Asiago chicken or a salad. Wendy's is cool. Strawberry Wendy's salad. is cool. But I have to stop going to checkers because I went just to wings, checkers no in Newport News, Virginia, and I went home Racist. and what? Oh. What did my parents do to you? No, I thought that was going to be a racist thing because you said Newport, no. Virginia. Virginia is hella racist, man. It is. I know because my parents no. live there. But maybe maybe that's why they did it to me. See? But I went home. <laughs> yeah, so you- I started eating my fries. I'm like, yo, this fries kind of chalky. I eat like three more. There was a fried napkin around all of my fries. Yeah, I was eating a napkin on those fucking fries. I've never gone to a checkers ever again. You should have definitely, definitely. And I used to, I used to, all the time. And it's so bad, but it's so good. Yes, but now I've just been, fries. I've been traumatized. I can't Sponsor do it anymore. me, guys. Funnel cake fries, I need that. <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> and wings. Funnel cake fries and wings. Checkers, holla at They're me. not sponsoring Book us. Me. Wait, this is random. They're going to sponsor me. Hey, guys. Is is wings like your favorite appetizer? To oh, I am a wing Fanatic, not appetizer, but I will really go to the end of Earth for wings. Like, this is how I know y'all Buffalo black. wings. Oh, <laughs> Yo, bu- oh, oh boy, I love my chicken wings, baby. Y'all niggas bug. If you don't love when wings, you feel it in your body, you find somebody who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would you rather run for mayor or run a marathon? Mayor. It wasn't stupid. Was stupid. I would love to try you're to do that. Know you're not for like, Shut your if I'm in a up. position to run for mayor, I would love to run for mayor. If I'm in position to, why not? Like, okay, cool. I only said that Okay, cool. And the last one. Would you rather eat a poisonous flower or be inside of a burning house? Poisonous flower. Why poisonous flower? 
Yeah. Think about that. You, you drop the ball on that. I think a poison. Now you just suffer. You can get out and try to get out the burning building. That poison sitting there convulsing and shit. Somebody got some type of gun or something. They just got to epipen me. Uh, how long is it going to take for them to get there? That's risky business. How you know they're not there? <laughs> the how, long is it, how long? What if you don't get out the burning right, house? So let's see it right now. But Why am I eating it right now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at with a poison flower? And whoever I'm with in the rainforest All right, fine. It takes is. them. It takes them. Like, <laughs> see, now, should I drink my sangria? Yeah, anymore. that's why you like it. No, no, you can't. You Don't even try to change nothing. No. Poisonous flower. I'm burning house. Yeah, I mean, you can. I say a burning house. Yeah, because I'm jumping through a window with a poisonous fire. Uh, you're he lost me there. Die. <laughs> he, lo- he lost me out the window, but I was with you in the beginning. You're not you guaranteed to get out of that building. I'm not gonna lie, my house burned down, so I know oh, what I'm to sorry. do. So. I feel like with the flower, you like you give yourself no chance. Like you dying internally. That's there's what nothing. I said. You're dying. Yeah, like there's nothing going on there. House. Facts. You could. It's hard to get out, but you got a chance. Like you just gotta hope your body is cooperating. Right, eat the flower. We just gonna say all of these things. Uh, if we just going by things that could happen, poison don't have to kill you overt. Uh, poison gets sucked out of you. A hundred different things. Uh, burning. Sucks ass, <laughs> and I don't want to jump out of a window. Yeah, he lost me there, but I don't want to jump out of a fucking window from whatever floor. What? Hey, let's say you get stuck in there, and the only thing is your window. If we keep going by hypotheticals, I never heard of I good don't. poison. Yeah, I'm not, like, no, I didn't say good. It's not good poison, <laughs> yeah, but it don't mean. So much like, but no, the thing poison, was, poison don't mean was, poison don't mean it's gonna kill you off birth. This flower, which you mean you're going to die, right, right, or there's a burning not, building. You're on so, the first floor. You're not gonna jump out the window. So that means you're gonna die too if we go in at that. Because no, poison don't mean it's gonna kill you. Though. You don't know if you can survive the flower. That's like depending on your health. No, but poisonous don't like, are mean. Are you a flower doctor? You don't <laughs> poisonous does not mean poisonous means it's ill for your health, but right. it don't mean it's gonna kill you, nigga. Yeah, it's so gonna. Just, and that gonna flame hurt. is gonna body you if, if what do we? If, nigga, I gotta I crawl. Get my shit what they say what they always say crawl. Because you're in the building, don't mean you're gonna be burning. Though. Well, you're just in the building. <laughs> Even if that was the case, even if that was the case, I would rather in the 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 lit the the last circumstance, like last stand in Call of Duty, take yourself out. I want the poison instead of me being burned to death. <laughs> you want to burn to death? I'm not burning to death. I bro. said last stance, Call of Duty. Before you throw a Molotov on me. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. What do you mean? I'm gonna hit the side. Sorry, I rather I rather get burned in. I rather that. But what I do want to say that was that was pretty much the end of it. Uh, Taylor, thank you so 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 much. Before we end it, I want you, I, we do this for all of our guests that come on the show. What's a message that you want to send out to the people out there that are trying to do something like what you're doing and they just don't know what to do? What is some words of advice that you could give to the people, to the younger generation coming up, because you know the young generation is the future. What is some good words you can give them right now? Take advice in moderation. Mm. But always take it. But always take it. You're right to the squint rod, boy. Follow me at gotclout.tv and follow my YouTube. Like, subscribe. The link is in the bio. We- what else? We got a charity event coming up, so stay tuned for that. Tomorrow we're going to have a short mini concert with Ray Strummett. 
So tune into that at 4 p.m. on the Instagram story. And that's it. Where can we find you? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to ask. You said it. Like, this nigga not going to ask. Watch the Create Society drop for when she doing the next party because it's definitely going to be there. We, 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 we plugging definitely. it for Definitely. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Create Society, for having me. I really don't talk too much. I really don't talk too much no more.